0: Shalom Aleichem, dear friends, as we prepare for Kriyas Megillus Eicha, the reading of Eicha, take a few minutes now to understand the Megillus Eicha from a big vision without getting into all the different Sukim, which is its own avoda, just trying to get a now a bird's-eye view of the Megillah. So one point we want to discuss is a Gemoran Sanhedrin that asks why specifically Eicha? Why is the, the travesty that the Jewish people suffered, why is it classified as Eicha? Now, what, what, what that means is that we, we uh, understand that three of the five chapters in the Megillah begin with Eicha. And uh, Bez Hashem will be Zohar to discuss how the two chapters that do not begin with Eicha are an exception to the rule. So it means the pattern is that in Megillah's Eicha, every chapter begins with Eicha. So Eicha is like the um, flag, it's the, it's the symbol of the Megillah uh, and uh, so the question the Gemara asks over here is, why specifically Eicha? Why is the suffering of the Jewish people um, symbolized with Eicha? Why, so the, the, why were they stricken with Eicha? Why were they stricken with such a type of a suffering which can be classified, called as Eicha? And so the Gemara answers, because they violated the 30... Six krisos that they exist in the Torah the 36 um, various different prohibitions that exist in the Torah that are punishable by a spiritual excommunication uh, there are 36 of those so that's what we're going to try to discuss today so first of all just to understand the concept of the 36 various different types of excommunication, of, of being cut off, uh, I shouldn't say excommunication, usually it means from the community, uh, spiritual excision, uh, being cut off from Hashem. Why are there these 36 different types? And I mean, uh, you know, a whiplash is a whiplash. right? So you get this whiplash and you get that whiplash and you get this whiplash. We don't count how many different prohibitions there are give you whiplashes. So what's the significance that there's 36 different that there are 36 creases. So obviously it means that there are 36 different types of creases. They're different from one another. The creases from this uh, action is not the same as the creases from that action. The Maral points us to the Gemurian Sukkah, Daf Mem Base, that says that there are in every generation 36 Tzaddikim If you've heard the expression, Lamed Vav one of the Lamed Vavniks, right? So Lamed Vav is the lowest possible number of Tzaddikim that can be in a generation. Every generation must have at least Lamed Vav Tzaddikim that are Mistaklin Vaspa that have a certain clear perception of Hashem. Because the and it's learned out from a pasuk of Lo. Of... Happy is everyone who looks to him and low to him means to Hashem. It doesn't say to Hashem, it says Lo to him, Lamed vav. Lamed vav, there are three there are thirty six Happy people that look to him. Okay? So those are the... Lamed Vov Tzaddikim. The... Question is... Why are there... 36... Tzaddikim... In every generation? That there must be 36. And it could be more than 36... But there must be 36. So the concept is that... It means that 36 is the bare minimum. is the rock bottom. There can't be any less than that. Because obviously there are 36 channels of connection that one has to Hashem. And each one of these tzaddikim uh, embodies one of these channels. They see Hashem with the clarity of with a certain level of clarity that they see Hashem in a particular facet. And there are these 36 facets that make up all of it. All of it. Now obviously, we have a lot more than 36 tzaddikim, such tzaddikim, Because some of them would be kind of working along the similar channel. But there are 36 channels of connection that a Jew has to Hashem. Now, of course, these 36 tzaddikim, each one of them embodying one of these fundamental channels of connection. Um, Not to say that they don't have any connection through the other 35. Of course they do. That would be devastating if they didn't have anything along those other channels, but it means that kind of in this one way he is uniquely connected to Hashem. This is his special connection to Hashem more so than to other channels. Um, so, there are 30 comes out there are 36 fundamental connections that we have with Hashem, and a tzaddik is someone who establishes an extremely strong one through you know one of the i mean when we say it doesn't mean just a tzadik it means a very high level of tzadik a person who is you know connected almost without any interruption in at least one of these 36 different ways okay so now coming back to uh Klaus Rol, who went and they did so many different averos This is, we're talking about the destruction of the first temple where they violated all 36 krisos, all 36 spiritual excisions they had. So 36 spiritual excisions means that all 36 strings connecting the Jewish people to Hashem were cut. Uh, That is what we're talking about now in case you're wondering where did rabbi yochanan get this from so rabbi yochanan finds this alluded to in the word "echa" itself obviously it's just a remez it's not that we wouldn't learn it out from this but you see a remez to it in the word "echa." the word "echa" is spelled aleph which is one numerical value one yud numerical value ten Chaf numerical value twenty, and Hey numerical value five. So Echa is the numerical value thirty six. So it's asking, how can it be? How could you fall so low? How can it be that you lie here, disconnected from Hashem in all thirty six ways, broken in all thirty six ways? It's an unbelievable breakage that's never been seen. that's that's the Megillus Eicha. Now, as we spoke about last week, right, that, of course, we have the the Midrash Eicha Rabbah that says that Kalashala compared to a queen that had three uh, Shushvinin, three companions, three friends, and each one asked about her Eicha, how can this be, right? Moshe Rabbeinu said, Eicha, how can the people be so great? And now we have. Uh, uh, then we had Navi Yishaya, Navi uh saying, Echa, how can she behave in such a despicable manner?" And finally, of Yirmiyahu Navi, saying, "How can she be so broken, so downtrodden, so terribly punished?" So now, in the war, in light of Rabbi Yochanan's words. This takes on a deeper meaning. It's not just echa. How can it be? Uh, wow! It's so outstanding. Or wow! It's so despicable. Or wow! It's she's so crushed. More than just how, but echa now is alluding to all thirty six unique pathways of connection. So it would be the Moshe Rabbeinu saying echa essa. How can I bear you? You are so great. You're you're uh, you're as great as the stars. So in what way are we so great? We're so great in in Eicha, in these 36 different ways. We are great in having 36 different connections to Hashem. Then when we, that means that when Navi Shai sees us behaving in all these despicable different manners, that's the 36 krisus, the 36 different types of averus that were done to cause spiritual excision in 36 different ways. And that's why With the punishment that came upon the Jewish people was Megillus Echa, was the book of Echa, where also, you know, the the punishment now is coming um, in the form of Echa, in the form of 36 as well. Okay, that is, that's Aleph. That's what we wanted to speak first. Uh, Continuing, so being that we're talking about being cut off so you know Rabbi Yochan is telling us that Klausel did these Lamed Vov Kresos, and that's why they were exiled from the land but we also have to remember the that the Maraglim the sin of the Maraglim is what kind of triggered everything and that too is alluded to in the word Eicha in, in Megillus Eicha. So, first of all, in what way did the sin of the maragum, uh trigger this? So we know that Hazal tell us that since Bnei Yisrael cried on that day, a B'chias the a crying of emptiness, of, of nothingness. Crying from the report of the maraglim of the spies who were mozi diba, uh, they expressed, they said um, evil talk about, uh, untrue talk about Eretz Yisrael, So then it was decreed, Lodoros, for generations, that this day would be a day of crying over real things. That's Tishabov. So tishabov is the misery, the pain, the suffering of tishabov is rooted all the way back to the uh, evil speech that the, the Miraglim spoke about Eretz Yisrael, and indeed we see it manifest itself in uh, in the Megillah Seicha. Again, Rabbi Yochanan continues, and he says that. Why was the Megillus Eicha written in an alphabetical order? That you know, the, each chapter begins from Aleph and goes to tough. Now, the truth is that you'll discover there's not every single chapter uh, that the last chapter of Zachorah Shem Mahayalonu does not go in alphabetical order, but the, the first four chapters do. So those first four prokim, so that kind of sets the pattern for the entire Megillah. Again, the, we're going to have to discuss separately why the last parak is not in alphabetical order, but all the, all the rest of them are. So in alphabetical order, except for the fact that the ayn and the pei. Are switched around. Right. So that. So Rabbi Yochanan says. Mipnei ma. Higdim pe le Why in the. Megillus Eicha. Is the. Letter pe. precede the letter ayn. These. They were switched around positions. Now. uh, Mipnei. Hamaraglim. This is because of the maraglim. She higdimu pe le That They. Allowed the to they should precede the pe the mouth to the eye to the eye. So, first of all, just to see it in the megillah, you'll notice that in the first paric of the megillah, they are not out of order, it goes straight alphabetical order. You do not have a um, translocation of the ein and the pe, and that is to show us that the really the pattern ought to be the alphabet, I mean, we're not just coming to say some strange order, this is the alphabet, and yet in the following prochium the alphabet is shown to be skewed, to be translocated, where the pay is translocated with the iron okay, now, what is the concept that they, that they put first, the pay to the ion? This is a deep concept, and the concept that can really fundamentally change our lives if we take it in correctly. The I the Eye, represents a person's wisdom. A person's wisdom, you know, like the 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 Eye, the Mind's Eye. The Eye uh, is how one views a person's hashkafa personal hushkov, a person's vision. The pe is my expression. What comes out of me? How do I how do I respond to things? How do I how do I behave? What am I doing? The I represents a concept, therefore, of chokhmah, of wisdom. Uh, and that's the, and, and that is something that is at the head of everything, it's at the top of everything. Like like uh like the Prophet says, Ki Hashem, Hashem gives Chochmah. So that comes, Chochmah is something that comes from Hashem. Pe the pe is something that we do, something that we express. We express speech. The two of them are very, very different, they're very, very far apart. Again, the I or in Hebrew, the ayin, the letter ayin, the, the ayin, the I, is the beginning of everything, chokhmah is, um, like Targum, Targumunculus, translates, the very first passage in the Torah, of Beresh Barolokim, so he translates, Reesh as, b'chokhmah, b'chokhmasa, so uh, the beginning, of wisdom is the beginning of everything, that's where it starts, before there's anything, there's first wisdom, there's first the plan, there's the idea, there's the concept. And afterwards, it can be materialized, it can be actualized, it can be put in, put into practice. And the final stage of that is the peh. That's where the peh is Chotech, The peh finally, you know, it's, it actually lets the thing go, shoots the rocket. It actually says, says what you know, what that's it. Once you say it, those words leave leave your mouth. They leave you. They go out into the world. And now it's it's out there. Now now it's now it's happening. So. The proper progression of how a person should be connected to Hashem is that Hashem sends wisdom to a person. <laughs> Hashem gives wisdom to the person. That is the ayin. That's my eye. That's my mind's eye. Now I understand what the truth is. Now I understand what the ideal is. And then from there, from the ayin, it goes out to the pe. And goes out into what I say, uh, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing. That's the progression. It goes from Hashem into my mind, into out into the world. The, and then the, everything is connected. Uh, then the person is connected to Hashem, connected to himself, and expressing that. The breakage happens when, instead of the Ayn following the pay, the I preceding the pay. where the ein, my first, I have my Chochmah, I have my internal understanding, and then afterwards, my behavior and my conduct is guided by that, instead it's the other way around, that my behavior and my, and my conduct tells me and defines for me what my internality ought to be, what should my Ashkafas be, well, here's how I behave, also this must be okay, Right, because what happens then, is on the one hand, Hashem is telling me one thing, right? so the Torah is telling me one thing, but I am saying something else, because again, my, my my I think like this, so then you're causing a breakage in the system, and no longer is my Chochmah coming from Hashem, rather my Chochmah is coming from my pet, my path, my, my reality, my reality down here in the world, what I say, what I do, that defines what I think. And then, so then of course, it's not Hashem is no longer defining what I think, now it's what I do or what I say is what defines what I think. So again, in a healthy person, there's the wisdom of Hashem coming down into his mind, and that's what he thinks, and so he's connected to Hashem through that, and then those thoughts are what defines my speech and my actions. In a broken person, their speech and their actions define their thoughts. And so then, of course, their thoughts are not being defined by Hashem. That person then is cut off, is broken away from Hashem because his wisdom is not being defined by Hashem. So the Miraglim over here, that's what they did. Instead, when Kalev and Yeshua were going into Eretz Yisrael, they were going in first with the understanding that the Rotzana Hashem is to give the Jewish people Heir Israel, And being at the Ratsana Hashem is to be mated to us, to do good to us, and to give us to Israel. So and that's the Hashkafa that they're going in with. So then when they came into Eretz Israel, everything they encountered they interpreted and understood it within that framework, within that context. And so they came back and their speech was a reflection of their hashkafa, of their chokma. So what they said was, "The land is very, very good, and Hashem is helping us to conquer it." But the miraglim, it, it was the other way around. If they didn't want, they, they 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 knew they wanted they they wanted to give a bad report. That's, that was the step number one. So that, once that was the case, so then everything they saw was defined as such. Everything they saw was was viewed as such, and so their Opinion was formed as a result of their speech. Uh, of the, fa- that the fact that they wanted to say something negative about their soul. So they actually formed such an understanding. And now that became their eye. And everything they saw, they saw it as negative. And so, they, uh, and so, so it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. They, they, they saw exactly what they came in expecting to see. That's the difference between Chokmah. So, again, the letter Ain represents a true wisdom uh, or a person's wisdom. The letter Pei represents a person's behavior or speech. So, the question is who is in charge? Who is guiding who? <coughs> and what we're adding over here is that a person is only connected to Hashem, which means truly that's the only way that we're really connected to our deeper selves to the true self, is to be connected to Hashem, is if I first absorb what the real truth is from the Chochmah, from the Torah, from Hashem. And then once I'm armed with the real truth, I look out at the world, and I see the world through that lens. And therefore, my actions and my speech is going to be guided by that. As opposed to that my actions and my speech define what I think about things, because that's for sure gonna be in conflict with the wisdom of Hashem. And that's what happened with the Moraglam. And so they were cut off, uh, see the Rashi over there by the punishment that the Moraglam had, which was Mida Keneged Mida. Not for now. But the point is, so it turns out that just like in the root of things, what is the root of the destruction of Tishabov? The root is the maraglim, who put the pay before the Ein, and so they cut themselves off from Hashem, they cut themselves off from the source of wisdom, and then fortunately, Clausrel many years later, followed suit, and did this, uh, took this root of breakage, of disconnect from Hashem, and played it out to its natural conclusion, which manifests itself in the Lamed Vav Christus, in the full cutting off. And that is why Kalshaw were exiled. Of course, that means, if we're looking to repair, if we're looking to rectify, besides working on the branches, the 36 branches of making sure that we don't, that we are not cut off in those 36 different ways... Of course, we need to work on the root, the root being re-establishing that the ayin should precede the pay, that our wisdom should define our speech, not the other way around. And then Bez Hashem will be Zoha to be from the Lamed Vov Tzadikim, who are people who have a Asfaklaria Hamira in one of these, at least one of these ways, a, a, a real connection all 36 ways, but well, you know, one of them particularly, a very powerful connection, an absolute connection perhaps even, and Hashem, uh, we should be Zolcha, to see the rebuilding of the base of bim